Welcome back, guys. Welcome. Hi, we're back, and uh, this is another episode of those gamer gaming one on one concepts. This is, I believe, the last one. Oh, we we'll see one? if it will be the last one. So Ron here, Jose, and back to our guest. Stoic. Stoic. <laughs> we have our favorite Care Bear. <laughs> the not the Care, not care bear. bear. The Don't Care Bear. The, the most. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, I know it's long. I know it's two hours. It's worth it. But If you get the references, it's worth it. Yeah. If you're in this age group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 1989. <laughs> before that. Before that, you have to be younger. Yeah. Today's topic is worker placement. So yeah, it's a so yeah, it's one of those plug-in lanes questions. So what is worker placement, <laughs> DJ? What is worker placement? Uh, well, yeah, essentially, we, uh, yeah, that's why we invited DJ today. Yeah, because he's well, the, the more resident expert. Yes. Essentially, <laughs> the core concept of a worker placement game is you have um, several spaces with associated actions on the board. Which you can put workers on to do the action, mm-hmm. which uh, distinguishes it from like roll and roll and move games yeah. where they use tokens or pawns instead of workers. Yeah. Because you're just moving around and your actions isn't tied up with the space you're occupying. Yep. Okay. And so, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> no, no, no. no it, we started off our, our series on uh, action selection. And one of the complaints people have with action selection is that, oh, you have three actions or four actions in a turn. And you always have to try to remember how many you've used. And it even becomes worse when each action can escalate into multiple steps. Yeah, like guild knowledge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Where it then blows up from a simple... Combos. You know, I have this action. Wait, am I in my second action or I'm still in my first action and gaining another action within that action that gave me the action back and... Yeah, you get, <laughs> yeah, you get three so it becomes <laughs> it becomes confusing. With worker placement, they solve that. They solve that by allowing players... Here are your actions, and I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> In the form of meeples or any other token. Yeah, so you get meeples or tokens or, yeah, sometimes just cardboard, but one of my yeah. favorite games. Um, it implements it uh, in a very elegant way. Um, you can then use uh, these tokens to... you. Can you have these set of meeples that you can place on the board? And the uniqueness is the action is associated, you are correct, DJ, on the space on the board. That's why it's worker placement. One side is the worker, the allotment of workers you have. The other side is placement where you have a board and each space would have a unique action that you can take. Uh, Now, the way... Um, gamer game designers create tension in in uh, worker placement is is what's I guess makes the the system unique. If it's action selection, you just, everyone can take the same actions. <coughs> if it's a roll and move, you know you basically again are taking the same set of actions. But in worker placement, if you're first in a location, more often than not. 
Nobody else can do it. Yeah, usually there's a limit to the usually spaces. Usually it's limited availability. Yes. And there's always a way to steal first place. I mean, first turn. Because being a, a very powerful aspect of um, which best action you can take on that round, the first player always gets that first pick. So yes. most of these game <clears throat> systems provide a way for you to gain that first position. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite uh, worker placement games? Well, the most common one, I mean, that's popular today is Lords of Waterdeep. Okay. Yeah. Now, everyone's everyone loves it. I mean, it's a D and D game, but it's not yeah, really D and D. Dragon. Yeah. So yeah. yeah um, I, I'm not gonna say D and D. It's a Dungeons and Dragons game, but it's not really a Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah. yeah well, it's the theme is uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but you guys are playing as the lords instead of the adventuring people. Yes. Um, you are the people who are actually looking for people to do the quest. Yes, you are the generals or the guys in the background creating the quests so you don't have to you know worry if they die <laughs> well basically you assume that they die you assume that they do because you don't get them back yeah you, you spend the workers no they're not workers the, 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 the suits are the resources yeah the resources you spend it so oh the agents are yeah. the workers yeah, oh okay okay I got you I got you so the agents are basically the people who are recruiting and yes. the people that they recruit they you spend on the quest and they don't go back I assume that they die <laughs> <laughs> you can also say they go back home back to their home countries yeah, yeah. Well, technically, they go back to the pile which is in Waterdeep, so, yeah. So they go back home. Yeah. I still think they do. <laughs> well, some of them, the, the, you know. Yeah, but you know what the odd part is? What? None of them actually get paid. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> well, because your agent goes to the tavern, he gets two fighters. Oh, Just that. The agent's such a... Nothing good... spent. <laughs> well, it's because the agent's such a smooth talker. <laughs> Travel the world! Travel the world, he said. It's like human trafficking. I need the black guys. Two rogues. Um, I need two black two black guys, two orange guys, and so white guys. Guy. Um, Lords of Waterdeep is is a country of lemmings because yeah. you you just assign what they do and they just follow. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and they question you not. Okay. Yeah, we're drinking coffee. Yeah, <laughs> so if you guys are hearing some cups it, it, moving, it's around. not even spiked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure mine isn't. <laughs> oh, you're losing your heart oh, losing again. Your heart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, UCC, for the crappy coffee. <laughs> no, that's what the CNC stands for. What do you mean? Crappy coffee? Coffee? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but they have good coffee. It's just this no, one. No, it's just this one. one. Probably some... Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay, going back. Um, yeah, for when I started into board gaming, oh, I um, the original question was favorite, favorite board yeah game. favorite board games. Um, with the, my first glimpse of worker placement is Lords of Waterdeep, and I have both um, 
The base game. The base game and the Skullport expansion. And at that time, I was really, really, you know, impressed and really loving the whole system. But after a while, it has grown out of me a little bit. Um, I, I lend it to friends who wants to, to play. Um, mainly because it the, the, the theme is no longer as apparent as I would like it to be. The Skullport expansion does give you the corruption aspect a little bit better. Um, but it just feels exactly what you said. Put a worker... I get some cubes, put another worker, I get some cubes. And and that's it. Now, in that same sense, I have in my collection I have this game called um Compounded. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where um it, it's it's a lot of things you're sort of doing, set collection and worker placement and so forth. But the in the same way where I'm looking at the different uh compounds that I'm trying to complete. The the whole Lords of Waterdeep system. It's exactly it's inside that game, except it's a little bit more abstract because I'm doing com- compounds. But I kind of feel the theme in that game a little bit more translated, mm-hmm. because I I I would see the compounds explode. I would um, try to steal other scientists' uh, um, chemicals and whatnot. Uh, the recent game that we played that's even more thematic. Um, and before we we go to that favorite one, um, is um, video game high school Ooh, the love, board game. I love that game. That game's so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a little rudimentary for me, but it's good for. No, I mean, it's it's good enough for worker placement. Yeah, it, it's, it's entertaining it's, enough. It's good. It's entertaining enough and good for what it does. It's yeah. an entry level game game for me. It's an entry level game which you can you know overthink. Yeah, yeah. I like I like how so video game high school is a web series. They have a I think up to season four. Season three. Season, season three. three. Yes. And it's complete at three. Okay. It's not sure. I thought it stopped at three. I love you, Jenny Matrix. Just <laughs> <laughs> putting that out. <laughs> putting out out there. Yeah, you know. And you know just single. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Okay. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, the coffee. <laughs> um, so in in that game, you are using your. Um, I think the coffee's fermented. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why I buy one take one. <laughs> so it expired maybe five years ago to to really oh, curate yeah. the information. No, it's like wine for coffee. Okay. <laughs> sure. That I, maybe that it's, works. It's aged. <laughs> it's aged coffee. Okay. At least it didn't come out of some cat's butt. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather have the cat's butt coffee. That's pretty good, actually. Um, so, continuing video game high school. So, video game high school. Uh, you... In, in, in that game, you are uh, trying to improve your skills. So, you move around the different worker places that you can assign your workers to. To gain more skills in um, first-person shooting, in strategy games. Yeah, you pretty much attend, attend classes. You attend classes, yes. right? So that's kind of what I like about uh, worker placement, when it can convey a theme quite well, mm-hmm. even if it's just simply, all of it works this way anyway, take one of your tokens, drop it in the place. 
But when it gives you that, I got to this class first, you can't, yeah. and you just talked to this the daily dean and he was able to steal your your skill okay. oh yeah it, it 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 makes that simple mechanic fun and lords of water the is still fun except uh, it's a little abstract no, it, it I, I believe it's too simple in terms like yeah but Compounded is the same way. As you, don't, you just don't feel as much as you said. You just go to well, a bar. Maybe there's a sense of detachment. It could be it. Yeah. It could be it. You know, it, you, you wouldn't. The main part I love about uh, Lords of Waterdeep oh, is whenever I get oh. the uh, the builder uh-huh. role, then I am having fun. Because, oh, yeah, 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 you get to build stuff. It, I guess that's what's lacking because it's always just about quests. It, it, you don't it's all about gathering people. He, there's... Uh, I think that's what's missing. You don't feel that as you progress through the um, different quests that you complete, sometimes, not, there are times that you can actually gain skills or gain capabilities, but it's very... There's no sense of accomplishment. Yeah, there's no build-up. There's no, oh, I'm, I'm better at this now. In Compounded, you're, you're, you have this um, science board where you're upgrading how much resources you can draw, how much compounds you can start, and so forth. So, so through the game, you get this sense of yeah, accomplishment. Yeah, but the accomplishment comes in the bonus points at the end. No, no. Uh, as what you... Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. In Lords of Waterdeep, it's there. It's the... Yeah, it's a, maybe it's more like delayed gratification. Well, yes. Even yes. with the secret rules. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for... You know, whenever you are able to build that quest that gives you that extra token... Uh, extra resource every round. That's pretty cool. But there's only one of there's one, only one, one yeah. quest like that. The others maybe do this and that. That's where it kind of disconnects for me. If had it been able to give me a sense of leveling up, yeah, I would have a felt, sense of progression. Yeah, I would have felt more the D and D aspect. But anyway, going back to yeah, we're not saying that uh, Lords of Waterdeep is a bad game. I mean. It's a good entry I think it, level game. Yeah, I think it's for, more... No, you've just grown out of it. Yeah, yeah. probably I, so. it's, it's just that we saw the flaws comparing no, it to no, other no, games. No, no, no. I think... No. I've, I, I think uh, Lords of Waterdeep is more like an entry-level yeah. worker placement. Yeah, I think. You play it enough times, uh, you're gonna grow a little tired of it since it's not gonna have the same level of complexity it would have... Mm-hmm. Seems like when you started off. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna try to look for bigger games after. I see. Right, I guess right, well, right. So they might fix progress. it with another expansion. I mean, the yeah. game's relatively aging. <laughs> it's quite popular. Um, but you're right. It is so very easy for gamers, a uh, non-gamer, sorry, to, to pick up the game. I've tried it with many of my friends who are really not into yeah, the game. Yeah, because it's cube collecting. Yeah. <laughs> and to them, they go... I don't really care what's an owl bear <laughs> or, or or what the quest for it. Yeah, they they don't really read it. They look at the symbols and oh, I get this back. And some of them, especially the women, gets the accounting really well. Oh yeah, because so they get shopping. They, they just chain the the quests as, as they move along, and they see the whole graph, and I'm like, 
I'm still... I, I don't know if I... I've won that game digitally. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> um, but I, I still love the game. It's just... Because of all the new games... Or actually not so new games, but they... Yeah. For example, uh, one of my new found favorites is... Uh, Manhattan, the Manhattan Project. The Manhattan oh, yeah. Project. I, I, wow. The interaction between players is just... No, it has a few different things going for it. For one thing... No, I mean, it that's what have, I like about it. No, for one thing, the thing that sets Manhattan Project apart from other replacement games is it has no concept of game rounds. Yep. Yeah. Normally, with worker placement games, each of you get to place one worker down one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then when all of you have run out of workers, That's it. you Call them uh, do a cleanup wherein you reset all of, uh, you reset the board again, you retrieve all of your workers, yep. and then you start all over again yes. with the current first player. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference with Manhattan Project is there's no round. Um, the round is how many? You, all of you just keep job. taking turns. Yeah. During your turn, it's either you place a worker or you get back all of your workers. Yeah. So, uh, there's a push and pull thing going on with the worker workers are using. Yeah. So you can time it so that um, uh, the thing I like to use the game with espionage and everything. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, uh, you get to recruit my workers early so that I can um, um, take advantage of space that will start opening up when other people retrieve their workers. Yeah, yeah, and that's why you know there, there's interaction. And that's the one players. thing, and then the other is there's direct player interference. Yeah, yeah. normally that only happens with like um, blocking spaces for other people. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Manhattan Project, uh, you, can you can actually deny yeah. Uh, yeah. people from using their own buildings yeah. by destroying, by destroying by Or uh, what's or, even worse is yeah, the espionage actually. Espionage which lets you use their buildings and they can't use it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I feel that's worse. I mean, you can keep destroying my buildings and just going to build new ones. Oh, but repairing is so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like $5 a, build, a damage point? Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, in, in the the unique thing about um, uh, Manhattan Project is you can uh, when you start placing workers you can acquire workers that are sort of temporary and you can place them also at the same time so what happens every time you place workers it the the action actually blows up and it it, it compounds on itself so yeah. so you can you can really have one mega turn where it's everything just activated, but the problem with that is that you're sort of now left with that timing, meaning your opponent can now take advantage of you not being able to ever go into the espionage spot or never able to, to go to a certain location because your beat in that game follows that rhythm until you break it. So it's, it's also a very unique very unique take, uh, and I'm, I'm really quite interested in what the second the, the yeah the expansion would add to such a a heavy, not that yeah it does get it's heavy because you have to remember what every space does but it's very like it's yeah it's not no that's common for every worker yeah. placement game it's usually symbol uh, for the more complex ones, yes yeah. symbol heavy yeah but, but usually, what is the simplest worker placement you guys know I, I, 
I would think Tokaido is simpler. Yeah. Well, well technically, it's not a normal yeah. order placement. Yeah. For one thing, you have uh, your track keeps moving forward. <laughs> yeah, and you, you can go <laughs> on a normal worker placement game. It's all the spaces. It's all the spaces. Um, no, it, in essence, in essence, it is worker. It is three po- three boards. If you if you break Tokaido down, it is worker placement in three boards. The first board is the first leg. Where you okay, so four, so four boards, four boards, and on that board you place on a spot, and if it just they have a ranking. Yeah, but the thing is, if you bypass earlier spaces, you can't go back. Yep, yeah. Which is usually not what happens with normal worker placement. Yes, you you have always available. They're always available. Not unless somebody somebody takes it. But what I like about Tokaido, now comparing that to to Lords of Waterdeep. Um, is that you only have one word. Why you do you have one word? <laughs> it is about the nation. Oh, okay. In that sense, uh, I would say... Well, okay. Let me explain my, my thing a bit on, on Tokaido first. Um, it's, it's really simple to explain to people. They don't really get confused too much about... Yeah. Oh. Considering the number of symbols you have, it's easy enough to explain. Yeah. Yeah, because the the thing is that they divided the concerns very well. Yeah. If you're looking at the um, gift shop, um, then you theme wise it's sensical. Yes, you even the expansion where you do selfies. Ah, crossroads. <laughs> yes, it's like a Tokaido crossroads. <laughs> That's the fun part. It's like, oh, cool. So you didn't get to make the the picture painting but you took a selfie and you gained the na- happiness because of that because there's one guy there that does that and the other guy um, loves to eat and he, he's fun as well if he eats the most expensive, the most expensive stuff because he had fun <laughs> yeah, he gets like, more that's points that's like me when I travel this is the but normally the orphan the kid uh, wins and always would end the game with the most money but starts out with none <laughs> Because yeah. he gets to eat for free. So yeah, he compensation. Just, yeah, yeah. He, he just meets people who wants to give him money. Mm. Yeah. So, the other simpler one that I like uh, would be Takenoko. But people may say it's not worker placement. It's more of an action solution. Yeah, yeah. No, because you have your own board. Yeah, yeah. Which you don't ha- okay. which has that's several true. actions. It doesn't overlap with other people. Okay, so it is that worker's That's state. a difference. Yes, it's the board is more of uh, tracking what actions you take. Yeah. So it is an action selection. Yeah, okay. It's still okay. Action selection. Yeah. There's, I think the unique trait about worker placement is that diminishing spaces. That you guys are always fighting over. Yeah, basically you have a central board of spaces with associated actions. Yes. That's also what's odd in Lords of Waterdeep. And we're not trashing Lords of Waterdeep. No, don't get us wrong. It's just a good good example for what worker placement is. Um, Pretty much the backbone. Yeah, the the base. No, there's still older, older, older games. Yeah, it's Stone Age. Yeah, maybe. I wanna try. I haven't played. I played much. once. I played I, I wrecked the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we ended the game uh, after applying all of the bonus what, points. What is Stone Age? Sorry. Uh, basically, you are managing a tribe of uh, stone cavemen. Okay. Uh, and uh, you are basically it's a points race. 
Okay. Uh, you get like points. Every other game. <laughs> yeah, you, you get points by uh, gathering technologies. Ooh, cool. Caveman technologies. Uh, a la Seven Wonders. All right. Uh, I mean, the more symbols you have, it ramps up. Okay. Uh, you also gain points by building huts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to spend so and so resource. You gain this many points per build. Um, and then uh, you also gain points by getting. Um, ba- basically, they have this river part of the board where sh- uh, boats come in, and then they give you oh, stuff either. Or the train. Uh, no, it's either they give you extra resources or they give you technologies or okay. they give you bonus points depending on what you gather. Um, so for example, you can buy get boats that give you bonuses on how many tribesmen you have. Okay. Or right. you can get about boats that give you bonuses on how many huts you build, so and so forth. I, I guess the question would be more like, so in Stone Age, what are you guys trying to build? Um, you're building huts, you're gathering technology, you're increasing the size of your tribe. Oh, and you're oh so, so you're, you're building up your tribe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're gathering food every round to feed, to feed your, them. And then uh, goes tribe, back and, and try to down. make more babies. That's how you You increase your tribe. Okay. Two meeples come in a hut, three meeples come out. <laughs> and the third one is fully grown. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that's, that's after you get the worker next round, you send him to work. That's child labor. <laughs> 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 or they said specifically there, oh, it's not child labor. It's <laughs> yeah, but um, the, the, the year other year. unique thing with uh, oh, Stone Age yeah. is uh, it's not, it's not, some of it, it's not normal worker placement. Usually you only assign one worker to a space, then you get to do the action. Okay. Um, for Stone Age, they have spaces where you gather resources. Uh, basically, you roll dice and then you divide it by whatever numbers associated with the resource and then whatever you have, that's how many you get. So, for example, if you're chopping wood, you need, I think, a roll of three to okay. get one. Okay. And then the number of dice you roll is the number of workers you send to go there. Oh, okay. And then there's a limited number of spots. So, I think for chopping wood, you have ten spots. Okay. And then... You can send how many number of your guys to go there, and then when everyone has placed their workers, then everyone resolves all right. of their actions in any order they choose. So, oh, depending on how many guys you send so to gather resource, that's how many dice you, you don't get, get the roll. The... And then whatever your roll total is, you get so and so resource. So you don't automatically get the resource when no. you place them. Oh. It's random. Oh, okay. cool. Well, that's, that's unique. Another but you can mitigate wait. it with uh, tools and sending more guys. Okay. Would you consider uh, Dead of Winter as a worker placement? Because uh, you don't get the actions for going to one of the locations. Are the are the specific locations are they sort of generic or they do have a specific no, effect. There's no specific because you go there to search for items mostly and kill. No, because if you yeah. do that for Dead of Winter, then Cluedo is a worker placement game. Yeah. yeah. No. So in a sense, Cluedo is sort of uh, you, have, you have to be in it, a yeah. location. It's it's to a, do the, the certain thing. I, so, I think it's sort of a new yeah, 
thing. I guess now. It's, it's worker allocation. Mm, it's sort of um, dungeon delving of sorts. Yeah, yeah. You know where yeah, you're, you're basically going through different rooms, which doesn't really matter. It's just a space, and then you draw a card from the adventure deck and oh, see what yeah. happens. Or kill yeah, because you know? that's also the thing thing with betrayal. Yeah. You yeah. open up rooms, you go, yeah. and then yeah. something happens. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not that consistently if I go to this place... Um, you get so, you do something special. I, I get to... Uh, do know, this one thing. Do, do yeah. this exact thing consistently whenever I go there. So I, I guess that's where the, the, the line is drawn with worker placement is when um, the specific locations on the board provide you your set of actions that mm-hmm. you can take but if you're not there first somebody goes there sorry na lang yeah so okay so end of winter is not worker placement for the next on that <laughs> nah it's more um, it's a crossroads game <laughs> 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 well technically it's um, well not exactly hidden roles it's hidden objectives well that's that's part of it yeah yeah and it's semi co op. We'll talk about that later. I mean, we, we're still talking it, about it. It's semi co op. Yeah. 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 Oh, I've always wondered. Um, and again, oh, so now, because now, before I, I thought about pandemic as worker placement. That's it. But it's not. not mm-hmm. Now that no, we have that. We have a baseline. We have that, that concept where it has to be specific locations where when you place a worker, you get a unique action. Mm-hmm. That really clears up. <laughs> the, the, the definition yeah. of worker placement. Oh, cool. So, wait. I yeah. have learned something so, new. <laughs> basically, <Clarky>. with that, <laughs> with that uh, going with that definition, pandemic would be action selection. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. as well as... Uh, the it's winter. just that you have to be present in a certain location to be able to do... Certain stuff. Um, there are cert- there are requirements. You know, for example, you want to do a cure. So, you have to be... At yeah. this type of location. There are requisites to be able yeah. to accomplish yeah. something. Yeah. But I recently yeah. got the, a digital copy of... Um, no, well, I did also. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, it's now available on iPhone. I, uh, I'm going on a trip. I told you guys, we love Apple. <laughs> Send us more iPhones. <laughs> so we can buy more games. <laughs> um... I, I got to buy um, the Witcher the board game, so oh yeah. Well, too bad for the ones who are listening. It's probably no longer in a discount than being right now. Yeah, by the time this episode, <laughs> by the time this episode yeah, but, airs, but yeah. it it normally goes back and forth. So the Witcher the board game. Yeah, I have the actual board game. Oh cool. Yeah, the components are great. Another yeah. plus for FFG. It's an FFG game, so buttload of tokens. Oh wow. <laughs> oh well, a handful of minis, but then, four. <laughs> yeah, because of the, the four characters yes. in The Witcher yep. lore. Um, Dandelion. And oversized cards. Yeah, the, oh, really? weird, the weird card yeah, size. Yeah, uh, tarot size cards. Oh. Yeah, they, they have to They're going to do that because they're also going to do that no, with the they have magic, like, magic, the board game. They yeah. have like a lot of text on it. Yeah. So no, the the quest cards are like... I just hate how FFG yeah. releases games with weird size cards. I mean, what? Standard size. Have you heard of it? Well, most games... Look. We already had a delineation between the Euro games, Euro card size, and the US standard size, and then there's also the Japan. Oh yeah. Um, 
somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the perfect fit one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's and called. then you have Dixit cards. <laughs> and then you have Dixit cards and uh, the cards in uh, Jamaica is this long euro. It's the the width of a euro, but the height is maybe twice. No, it's not twice. If it had it been twice, I'd be happy because I'm just gonna stick to to sleeves on it. Yeah, it's, that's what you have dog for. It's one wow. and a half. That's what you yeah. have. Yeah, dogs the go to guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. In in our country, there's this there's this. Can, guy. can we just plug that in? I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, if you need sleeves, go to Ludo. <laughs> and no, that's coming no, from me. Not, <laughs> not necessarily no, Ludo. Yeah. To Doc Sandy. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he has sleeves for everything. <laughs> he has sleeves for the money for power grid. Yep, I have those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, uh, which incidentally can be used to sleeve sun and moon. Yes, yeah. I I think it's actually the sleeves for sun and moon. It just so happened that it was no no no. Really, was it for the money? It's for oh, the wow. money. <laughs> um, you just they, you just found you... out that it's sized for that. Okay, part. okay. It's not even fit. Yeah, it, there's a small. Gap. Oh, yeah, I mean it's good enough. At yeah, least it doesn't um, slide out. He has a this rollout tarp. Um, tarp where you take your car and then you Put just ma- you match it on which size and goes. Oh yeah, yeah, I have that big fit. <laughs> and he has everything. We just go And and which goes yeah. hand in hand to all of the board games that we stock, which is yeah, the that's, that's true, but 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 he. What 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 I like about how he positions that it's really more of a hobby first. Yep. <laughs> because really, if you're gonna be buying X number of sleeves, like in our country, how many has a copy of Compounded present? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the only guy I know. <laughs> well, I might know two. That's so it. so exactly now it has that special card the the combined. Um, uh, compound quest where two scientists can, can work on the same quest and that if you flip it looks like a notebook is an odd size like I, I went to Doc and go Doc can you have something for this and just like a doctor he goes oh yeah but. yeah he writes you a prescription, <laughs> you a prescription. <laughs> in which you can't understand you <laughs> hand it to here's the here's the swan number <laughs> uh, okay. So where were you again? That's, that's another place I'm not going back to. <laughs> okay. Um, what is the most complex worker placement you guys have? Uh, hmm. I mean, something you would not recommend for players that are just new into the hobby. Something they should do this first before you want to try this. If you're really interested in this Yeah, lore. it's like you do Lords of Waterdeep, then go Manhattan Project. Manhattan's Manhattan is a big jump, man. Yeah, it's a big jump. Well, that's what I did, so. <laughs> I had a mind grain. Manhattan Project is a big jump because the roundless uh, thing. Yes, yes. I like, it's a big departure from uh, the I like making nuclear bombs. Uh, what and never really shooting them to other players because, you know, that's you're just supposed to make them. there's no monopoly in this game. Yeah, no. I, but the thing with Manhattan, there's an extra overhead of timing. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, that's true. That you have to consider to be able to play it well. What makes it deeper? If, if you can't grasp it, you're gonna have a harder time with the game. 
which as opposed to normal worker placements, you're just concerned with picking uh, out places. It, it, it's very tactical. Yeah. What Manhattan was able to give you is sort of a, an opportunity to make a strategy. Most worker placement is about the tactics at yeah. that specific moment. Basically, it's just prioritizing which place do I go first. Yeah. As opposed to Manhattan, you have on top of that, uh, do I get all of my workers now? Or do I keep doing Have you guys actions? played Kalos? No, no one has tried. I've seen the game. Supposedly, uh, in my research, Kalos is the big daddy of worker placement. Ooh, the gotta, very first one. We gotta get that in. So, we, we gotta try that. It's an assignment to Varb to play. <laughs> because Must buy Kalos. <laughs> Dear Amazon. <laughs> no, we have. It's in our, you guys, well, no. You used to, we, like yeah, a few used to. Uh, months ago. It, it, yeah, I saw it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, Magna Carta, uh, Kalos Magna Carta. Yes. That's what it's called. Uh, neutral has, Ludo has. Uh, I, I, I know the, the reason. I think we still have it. I, I'm going to check. Yeah, probably. Probably guys still have it. Um, so that's one. Um, one that I hope that someday goes back into circulation, into publication, is um, Ninjato. Oh yeah, you re- recommended that to me. Yeah, man. Oh, with the Ninja Stars. The the, the largest worker ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. There's also Yedo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yedo. Okay, okay. Which is what? like uh, er- what Errol tells me. It's the Crunchier Waterdeep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw you guys play that one. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's a, but it's, it's colorful board. more complex than what I need. Okay, okay. Well, I, I guess they're, they're, the the whole point of why we're doing this is, one, people want to learn what worker placement is and where, where, where the, the boundaries are mm-hmm. and sort of the trap on what they can go for. Um, what's available in the market? Where to so, start. You know what, 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 what where to start, and then what else is beyond? You know, if you're, if the the hook, the itch about work placement, and really, it's this is one of my favorite mechanics in board gaming, because it allows me to to sort of just see all these knobs that I can turn, all these switches that I can move around. Um, while everyone else is looking at the same piece and planning to move their own. <laughs> and, and as they do, why are you doing that? I'm gonna... Okay. God dang it. Next. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do this then. Then another player takes that. That sounds like Splendor. That is true. That is true. I miss playing Splendor. Um, Still waiting for my... But yeah, so let's just... Kingsburg, by the way. Not my fault. <laughs> Sorry? What was that? He's no. still... He's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, just I'm advising people, you know, don't get intimidated with Lords of Waterdeep because people look at the box and say, oh, it's Dungeons and Dragons. It's, yeah, it's, it has so much components, but, but it's, it's simpler. Than it's actually the simpler. Basically, the lesson learned here it, to to you new new gamers, if you guys are you know you want to try it out for the first time, surprisingly, the best one you would be able to to get your hands on. It's widely available. And it's also the easiest to learn yes. is Lords of Waterdeep. Just don't get intimidated because that's what happened to me. I mean, I look at the box and I'm like, oh crap, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Then I open the box. Oh, well, there's a lot of tokens. Yeah, components, but then boxes. When somebody tried buildings. to, when someone explained to me and like, oh, it's making sense. Yeah. And, and I finally and got the grasp of it. The beauty of most worker placement systems is um, you're, you're really given a, a basic set of spaces mm-hmm. where... 
you can even play it in a segmented way, sort of, okay, I'm beginning, I don't really care about winning at this moment, I just want to learn the game. Then I can just concentrate, okay, fine, I, I want to learn how the building mechanics work, and so I need money. Oh, forgot and, to mention, hmm. complex worker games you should not recommend to uh, starting players. Yeah, we'll do that after. Agricola. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said we'll do that. Caverna. Wait, wait, but supposedly Caverna is better than Agricola. So, yeah. sorry? Uh, Agricola and Caverna has always been. They're farming games. Yeah, they're both farming games. It's just that there's a long debate. Placement games. There, there's a long debate between which one is the better yeah. game. I like, uh, yeah, I like mining. So, Rado. I, I tried learning Richard Agricola. It did not register. Mm. <laughs> really? No. Well, I tried it Dude, from the app first. I also did. I and never I did not get it. I could that. not grasp. From what they explain, the app I also is tried a terrible implementation. Yeah. yeah, I think the physical board game is a better way. The first time I got to play Lords of Waterdeep was through the iOS app. Oh, cool. And it, I had I I already saw a gameplay video, so I'm kind of familiar grasp. with the mechanics. It's just that I can't grasp it through the interface. Yeah, yeah. what's actually happening? Yeah. So, well, so at that, so with that, that, we conclude point, that you know the physical they, board game is better than the apps. Yeah, yeah. Of course, no, if of you're course. learning it the first, there's time. only one because um, only a few. You, you see everything. Yeah. And you have a better grasp on what's actually happening in the game. Because yeah. only Ascension is better. It's than that. more tactile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because because of the 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 setup, I think. And, and if, I guess. If Dominion had an app version. Oh, it would sell like hotcakes. Oh yeah, they. Well, there's an online version, and it's free. Yeah, yeah, but if 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 they only would do that, then it will just. I won by just buying that cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a, a handful of green cards mm-hmm. um, so I think uh, I don't know how uh, what else we can flesh out on that one um, what are pointers on, on what they should watch out for in worker placement um, always be aware of um, I guess area capacity like, okay because some some uh, areas oh, yeah, can, right. ha- can hold two. There are spots where it's allowed to have more. So normally we'll, you'll ask, and can we... Yeah, can you have more than one guy yeah. in there? Yeah. yeah, it depends on the game. Some of the games allow X number of workers yeah. on this space. You just have to be aware. Only one yeah. always, always keep that in mind. Yep. Um, I, I, I guess when you're, when you're playing a worker placement game, uh, don't just pick one place in your mind that okay I'll be going here to get this resource because if you do that uh, and somebody else um, takes that yeah, place so the whole thought process basically always have a plan B yeah. yeah or if plan X where X is the number of players <laughs> <laughs> So if he takes this and he takes uh, this, yeah. I can, if that's actually part of the reason Stone Age is kind of ruined for me. Oh, okay. Why? I played it enough times on the app. Okay. Fight. Is it competing against AI opponents? So I kind of play it robotic. 
Okay, alright. I already know the high value spots based on what the AIs do. <laughs> <laughs> alright. Um, well, in, in game theory, um, the, the weakness of uh, sort of closed systems like uh, worker placement is that there is a critical best path, always. Mathematically, if you actually spend time to analyze, there's a graph, X number for, if there are seven spots. Basically, you have a priority for, for the highest profit. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's going to be this formula that you can compute the yeah, first. For Stone Age, it's the mating hut, the tool <laughs> shack, and Well, BJHS well, doesn't, because, you know, you, you, you equally learn no, there is. there is. There is. There is. There is. It's the, the, that's the reality of the daily game yep. and the first player spot. Yeah. So and the uh, die switching. Depending on which character you are. Um, yeah. The thing is, uh, with VGHS, uh, your characters are have each have their own thing going. So depending on what character you are. That sort of playing, changes the flavor. Uh, it changes the priorities yep. for you. Yep. So, for example, for Jenny Matrix character, she has uh, she, she mitigates need, die rolls. Yeah, and so she, she has no need, use for the one spot for changing die. And she doesn't need the first player token because she can just get yeah. it. Yep. So, that's the thing. They, all, they still have a priority list. It's just different for everyone. Yep. yep. As opposed to other games where you're all on the same feed. What I'm on the same footing. I I want to try um, Kingsport and the new one Kingsport Festival um, because it is worker placement but using dice so you roll your die depending on the face value you're basically putting it on different locations to trigger those effects mm-hmm. um, so if you put like a 3 here or something happens no you can only put a 3 here oh okay so it's sort of like worker placement with die rolls what like so it's uh, like you, what, what's the name you know, the Chinese restaurant thing? Walkstar. Walkstar. Mm, I'm not sure. No, I that. that's also the thing. You roll dice and then value changes. You assign it to actions. No, I want Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess I guess I I I haven't really played anything, Kingsburg and Kingsport. Uh, anything right in a walk, I guess. All right. Um, also, uh, a, a good one. Uh, Alien Frontiers. Oh, I haven't tried that one. Is uh, but worker placement, really but you're using um, dice. Your dice represent ships. Yeah, but that's not NG level. Oh, it's not. Yeah. It's very, very cutthroat. Very cutthroat. Oh, if, if you feel Manhattan Project is cutthroat. Oh, boy. Oh, imagine um, daily Dean uh, on VJHS constantly on players. Every they can constantly do it. Oh, that's scary. Oh, it's and for people who doesn't know daily Dean, the daily Dean spot actually makes you steal a skill. Yeah, yeah. So, Take something from someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, to mention complex worker placement games, you have Tolkien. Although I haven't played. Oh, uh, with the I, gears. I, 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 I like the board with the gears. B- basically, the concept of the game is. Uh, they have this like Mind central camping. gear board on the yeah, board has the, where the you place a worker and then for every round that you make him stay there mm-hmm. uh, what he gives you improves well which actually you don't get to give right away 
Yeah, you don't get to get right away. You yeah. you so decide you, when you're getting it. Yep, yep, yep. So, so you yeah. so literally have to wait. So there's a balance of uh, losing workers, not having the worker since you make him stay on the board to yeah. be able to get the... I like the design of the board with yeah. the whole spinning thing. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like all the gears are, are, yeah, it's a, are connected yeah. to each other and yeah. and things it's a long really game, move around. It is, yeah. it is. I just like, I you know, I open up the box, I bring out the board, I just pin the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how like I play Rotary Phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I play. Yeah. Like a Rotary Phone. Yeah. 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 I, I Which be, most people won't know. I pretend to be a male. kids don't know. I don't know. I pretend to be... At least they don't electrocute you like... The earlier phones. Oh yeah. The crank. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Niko na inang putan yun. We're not. We're not that. Oh, how the hell did you see? Me? No, 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 I saw an old phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I I actually saw the old phone, and it's and fun because you can crank it and then get your friend and touch this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Really? Oh my god. It, yeah. <laughs> it can. It it will electrocute you. Oh. Like a low voltage charge. Cool. <laughs> so that's so apparently uh, phone technology before is Morse code. They send you electrical sig. Yeah, I don't know. They shock you. <laughs> they shock you. Bzz, bzz, oh, okay, bzz, I got your message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have text messaging oh, yeah. before. It's real. You know. <laughs> no, no, no. Morse, Morse, Morse code. Yeah. That's true. Basically telegrams. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. And we were off topic. <laughs> Damn it, phone! <laughs> so, uh, Wait, I, I guess that's pretty much good on, on worker placement. So, thank you guys. Hope this was a good episode for you. So, if your game didn't make it on our list, I guess just hit the comments. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by no one. Yeah, we're still, you know, we're running out of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still making the episodes. Good